Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest 1989 movie ever made. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. In this episode, we're covering Minute 98 of the Burbs, which begins with Ricky walking back into the action and ends with credits. <laughs> All right, so we have reached the ending of the legit movie. Yeah. Yeah, beyond this is just credits, which we will cover next week. And by covering credits, we'll probably talk about the alternate ending and maybe uh, do some other stuff if we can uh, figure out how to. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, Yeah, so um, again, uh, even the running time for this is only, what, the first 20 seconds or so is the only part of the real movie. Right. So we get our boy Ricky. He turns, he starts walking back. Now, did you notice anything? Did you notice anything when he starts walking back? Then he looks at that crushed pizza again in his hand and puts it in the trash can. Now he walks away. Do you see what's going on right where he is? Are you watching it right now? Where at the trash can? Yeah, you see who's there? Yes. Why are the trash men at the trash can? Who cares? The garbage men are back. (laughs) You're right. They are there. Why are the garbage men who do not live on this street there? (laughs) And they're at the trash cans talking to one of Ricky's friends. Yeah, I have no idea. And they're still in their uniforms. Yeah. The one is definitely Dick Miller. The other one, I don't know if it's Robert Picardo or not. They don't get close enough where you can see it. Is it Ricky's friends they're talking to, or is yeah, it Robert? talking to Ricky's friend, the one with the, the thinning blonde hair? Got it. And that's it. We got like 10 seconds of Ricky. Yeah. And my only note for this minute is the garbage men are there. Dick yeah, Miller. I, I, I recognize Dick Miller, but like you said, the other one's leaning into the can, so you can't tell if it's really him or not. Yeah, I don't know if Picardo wasn't available, so they were just like, just put anybody in a hat and have him turn his back to the camera. Right. But they don't even, like, they have Dick Miller. It's not like they play up the fact that he's there. No, it's a slow panel. If you remember, they had that extra scene to shoot with him, um, like the dream sequence. Yeah. So, like, was that, like, kind of the same time they did this? I know this was, like, the reshot ending, so Dick Miller was like, I'll show up and stand there. I don't care. He's probably there shooting another movie. Apparently the guy's in everything. Yeah, he's got, like, 8,000 <laughs> credits, so. Yeah. He's like, what are we doing next? Gremlins 2? Sure, whatever. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, and then we get to zoom out from what we assume is Iowa, a Des Moines uh, suburb. Yeah. The exact opposite of the shot we had earlier. I assume they just reversed it. Right. And then that's it. We start rocking the credits. Yeah. First, First credit, of course. Who else? Yeah. Introducing <laughs> Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. So my question is, who do you think picked the scenes that they were going to show? You think that was like a, a Joe Dante thing? I had to be, right? <laughs> If you look at the sardine and pretzel eating. Yeah, so yeah, Tom Hanks gets the sardine scene. <laughs> and then uh, Bruce Dern gets the uh, the hero shot. Yeah, holding his gun up. Yeah, he's got his gun looking tough up on the roof. He's standing next to the TV antenna. Yeah. I mean, they chose this. I mean, like, they chose a comedy moment for Tom Hanks. They chose, like, the cool moment for him. They could have shown him falling off the roof, too. Right. Because or, the... or one of the other times he fell. <laughs> Yeah, our next person is Carrie Fisher, the late, great Carrie Fisher. Up on that strange second deck. Yeah. From the house, yeah. But wearing her sundress looking cute, so that's all that matters. Definitely looks good. But that's like her power movement, because she's up on the second floor, and you can see Tom Hanks poking his head out of the back. That's when she had him, like, wrangled. He wasn't going nowhere at that point. Yeah. <laughs> if she could have kept him on lockdown at that level, we would have had a whole different movie. Definitely. But uh, she tapped out at some point. She was like, I don't care anymore. Well, she just wanted to get out of there at some point, I think. Yeah, just go on your venture. Our next one is uh, another late, great Rick Dukeman. <laughs> and the scenes when he uh, got electrocuted and fell off the pole. <laughs> Getting electrocuted and fell through the top of the shed. He's got the black fingernails. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's 
I mean, uh, this I'm sure this is the highest he was probably ever credited in a movie. Yeah. I mean, when the only people above you are Hank Stern and Carrie Fisher, right. that's pretty nice. And you're above Corey Feldman at that time? Yeah, Corey Feldman back when he was still Corey Feldman. Yeah. Yeah, so Corey Feldman, he gets his uh, <laughs> the Mrs. Rumsfeld thing, which you got to be honest, if you were going to pick a moment for yourself, you'd probably pick that one. That's the one. I mean, it's either that or God, I love the street are probably his coolest moments. Yeah, that's the one. And then he picks up the paint bucket and walks away. Yeah. And the next we get a her rocking her like half a bikini screaming when she found Walter's hair. But her and Queenie in the same shot at the beginning. Well, that way, you, get, you know, Queenie needs credit, too. And then we get the doctor. Yeah, slowly walking in. Yeah, the Henry Gibson, his reveal when he walked in. <laughs> that's a good one for him because it's a uh, very noncommittal. I like the next one. Oh, uh, Brother Theodore. <laughs> the late brother Theodore and the late Henry Gibson. So, uh, yeah, he gets the stabbing, which is funny because this time the scene runs longer. So you get to see him bring the ice pick down and keep it where it doesn't go all the way down. Yeah, where it's like in the screen shot. Yeah. And when we watched it, they zoomed in and cut away. They cut yeah. to uh, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> and then we get uh, Courtney Gaines. Still working. I'm, I'm on his Burbs fan club. <laughs> Somebody just posted... um picture of him on Facebook today. Did you see that? It was It was Craig, uh, Craig, Craig Cohen, my uh, co-host from Slackass. Yeah, he posted himself with uh, Courtney Gaines on there. It was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'll quickly run through. We only get to like really the first credit. I think we, we've covered most of these people at some point. You had uh, Gal Gordon as Walter, Picardo as the garbage man, uh, Dick Miller as the other garbage man, Corey Danzinger was the kid, Dave, Rance Howard, the one that breaks up all the fights as the detective. Right. Nick Cat was Steve Koontz. He was like Ricky's main friend. I remember. Gary Hayes was another friend. Bill Stevenson was another friend. Heather Haas was the girlfriend. I think we gave. She, I think a couple of them had minutes. I think might have all of them. Sure. At least three of them did. Yeah. Kevin Gage was the first cop. Uh, Dana Olson, the writer. Oh the my man, God. Dana Olson was one of the other cops. You mean Mr. Dana Olson? Mr. Dana Olson. <laughs> and then uh, a man is that Amanda Benner was a uh, Walter's daughter. And Patrick Darbo was Art's wife. Yeah, Patrick. Yeah, so we only saw her from 100 miles away. So, yeah, we don't even get to the next uh, the credit. So that is a 92% uh, wrap on The Burbs. Like, we've watched the movie in its entirety. So the movie itself, without credits, was an hour and 38 minutes. Right. How much do I wish they still made movies that were an hour and 38 minutes long? I love an hour and 38 minutes for a movie. Every movie I go through now is just two hours and 45. And, like, listen, I understand there are movies that can justify that length. Yeah. Not all of them. Not every movie. Certainly I, not comedies. I, like, I can take an action movie. If yeah. a superhero is punching each other in the face, I can take that for two and a half hours. I was just going to say, we went and saw the new Kong movie. Oh, don't tell me about it. I'm going Friday. No, I'm not going to tell you, but um, I didn't know how long it was when I left. It could have been an hour. It could have been four hours. It didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is him punching people in the face? Oh, I'm good. I'm gonna watch nope. it. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> all right, so I mentioned this was the best 1989 movie of all time. Obviously, this movie came out in 1989, which, if you listened to last week's episode, you heard me rant and rave about the Academy Awards. Yeah, only to find out that I was ranting and raving about the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> because I apparently cannot read. I was doing 1991 Academy Awards, and not uh-huh. 19. So. The ones I were doing covered the movies from 1990, not the movies from 1989. See, I didn't even know. (laughs) Yeah, so that was a really great moment for me. (laughs) At least you can backpedal on it now before the other one got posted, right? Yeah, I I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, God. Like, I I even put it in the uh, 
the show notes. Right. It's in there. It says, like, show note. Um, host realizes that he was doing the wrong thing. <laughs> Listen, I, I mean, I'll, I won't go through the whole thing again as much as I did last time, but the best picture for that year, the uh, ones that were up for it were The Accidental Tourist, Dangerous Liaisons, Rain Man, Mississippi Burning, and Working Girl. Okay. <laughs> so Rain Man won best picture. So I'll take – I've never seen Accidental Tourist. Working Girl sucks. Uh, Dangerous Liaisons overrated. Mississippi Burning is a good movie. And Rain Man's a good movie. So I'll take those two. But, you know, Working Girl, pretty serious. Talk about a movie that doesn't stand up to a rewatch. Um, I don't even know if I've ever seen it. See, now, Best Supporting Actor, I can't support my boy Henry Gibson this time because I would have given it to the guy that actually won. So the people that were up for Best Supporting Actor were uh, Dean Stockwell for Married to the Mob, River Phoenix running on Empty, Martin Landau for Tucker, Alec Guinness for Little Dorrit. Have you even heard any of those movies? No. <laughs> I've heard of Married to the Mob running on Empty. I've never seen them. Maybe Married to the Mob. I don't even and think I've the winner was Kevin Klein for A Fish Called Wanda. Okay. So I can't can't argue with that. I, as when we started this podcast, I told you I'd never seen A Fish Called Wanda, and you gave me homework, and I watched it, and it was well worth it. So thanks. Yeah. Now you got to watch Fierce Creatures. Yeah, now I want to watch that one next. Which I love, Fierce Creatures. It's not as good as Fish Called Wanda, but I really enjoy it. It's just twice as funny if you've seen the other one. All right, so the reason why I mentioned 1989 is we're going to quickly fly through the 1989 domestic gross list until we get down to the burbs. Okay. And we're going to give a, a thumbs up or thumbs down of better or worse than the burbs. Okay. Then none of them are better. <laughs> All right. Well, at least watchable in comparison. Like <laughs> there are some where I'm like, okay, I can understand. You know, that's that's a good movie as well. And there's some that are like, no. Is there right, gonna be so can can you tell me what the number one grossing movie of 1989 is? This should be easy. Rain Man. 1989. <laughs> no, I have no. I have the burbs. 1989. What movie came out in 1989? Generational film here. I'm talking. Empire Strikes. Will not let you off the hook for this. Are you Empire Strikes Back? Go kill yourself. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. Nine. I have no I idea. I'm gonna call the Star Wars minute just because you said that. <laughs> 89 I, is a long time ago. I'm emailing Pete right now. <laughs> it does sound like you're emailing Pete right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. If I went on any site right now and said, what movie came out in 1989, everyone would know the answer to it. I'll give you a hint. There's a movie by minute. It's not out yet, but will be for this movie. They just followed you. 89 is in their friggin' title. I have no oh idea. Oh, my God. You're driving me nuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you trying to fight with me? Because I have no idea what you're talking about. 89's in the Listen, title? This is this uh, is. Oh God! Oh, all right. Never mind, Batman. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I'm thinking, what the heck had '89 in it, Batman? Every single person right now is just crying. Yeah, they're all they're me. all telling me by now. Listen, it's '89. That was a long time ago. <laughs> There's been that a lot a of time ago. That is no excuse. <laughs> Everybody else knew it. I was gonna look it up. I picked up my phone and everything, and thought, oh, I know, Batman at '89. Look, if I, was, if I just said movie 1989, you should know that. You should have known know that immediately. I know. You're the best now. of a person now. <laughs> ask, me, ask me again. We'll see if I remember. <laughs> you want me to ask you again and just cut around it? <laughs> yeah, let's just cut around this. All right. So uh, Batman is, was a good movie. I could. That's fine. Whatever. Like, I understand why it made that much money. Thumbs up. Uh, next one, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Thumbs up. Yeah, me too. Lethal Weapon 2. Thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. That's when they were still good. 
All right. Yeah. Look who's talking. <laughs> uh, thumbs down. <laughs> like, listen, that movie was what it was, but no. Right. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <sighs> I'm iffy on that one. I used to like that movie. Um, I liked that it, I, it was okay then, and I liked yeah. it more now, now that I had a kid and I could have her watch it. Right. All right, so, so far, we are, what are we, five down the list, and we've already had two that are going to have minute podcasts, Batman and Last Crusade. <laughs> the Indiana Jones guys aren't quite that far yet, but. Don't get uh, there. The reason why I mention it is because we're about to hit some more. Back to the Future Part 2. Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst one of the three, but it's still a good movie. Yeah. Ghostbusters 2. See, now we're going to differ on this one because I like Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> Listen, I enjoy Ghostbusters 2, but I'm going to tell you right here and now, it's the third best Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> you think so? The third? Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't hate the new one either. Yeah, it's the third best Ghostbusters movie. Like, listen, the new Ghostbusters movie had all kinds of problems all over the place. Go watch Ghostbusters 2 again. Right. It's more watchable. Like, oh, this movie, they, they, they did this and that. I understand it's a different sensibility. They screwed up a lot of the stuff they should have done. They did what they do with a lot of remakes. They they think they know how to remake it, and they 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 get all the wrong lessons from the original movie, and they screw everything up. <laughs> Alright, next one. Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> not a fan. I don't even know if I've ever seen it. I've I mean, seen I, it. It's fine, but not over the burbs. Yeah. Uh, next one, a movie that I feel like I'm supposed to like, but I only thought was okay, was Parenthood. Nah, I wasn't into that one either. Alright. Who was so in Every the, movie who's... I mentioned so far, those movies all made over $100 million. Wow. <laughs> Now, but here, there's something right there. So, and the next one down is Ted, Dead Poet Society, eh. which is a good movie, but not exactly one that's not a rewatchable one. For me. Right. But here's what's interesting compared to like today's world. So, I gave you the top ten, right? One, two, three, four. Four of them were sequels. Wow. Yeah. I wonder what that list would look like today. <laughs> I wonder if it's like ten of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's all sequels. Uh, yeah. Next <laughs> one is when Harry met Sally. Which is a Tom Hanks movie, right? Uh, no. Wait, what's, what's what Iron Man sound? That's a Billy Crystal movie. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Whoops, I th I'm thinking of uh, Sleepless in Seattle. That's what I'm thinking <laughs> of. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't like that movie. Uh, next next movie is a movie I like, War of the Roses. I don't think I've ever seen that one either. Uh, it's about a husband and wife that hate each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's got Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner in it. Uh, okay, it's another one of those ones where I'm not sure how it holds up, but they just spend the whole movie, like, uh, trying to hurt each other, cheating each other like garbage, and trying to kill each other. Well, you can't go wrong there. That sounds like a good one. <laughs> uh, next one down, The Little Mermaid. Uh, Disney always tops everybody, don't they? Yeah. Actually, for <laughs> Disney, that's only $84 million. But yeah, it's not great for Disney, to be well, honest. Because you remember, that was the Disney Renaissance starter right there. Uh, Disney well, had been, Remember, Disney had been kind of uh, flailing for like the 10 or 15 years prior to that. Yeah. And then they came out with that one, and then they hit like five good ones in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that was like Little Mermaid, was it? Beauty and the Beast, yeah, Aladdin, and they had like Lion King, like boom, 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 right in a row, and then Disney was Disney again, right. And then of course, like all companies do, they get like four or five in a row, and then they start dumping like Hercules on you. Tarzan, <laughs> when they start making garbage, they put out straight uh, one. Uh, one of your favorites is Max Steel Magnolias. <laughs> Not one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. um, I think when that movie came out, I didn't know what uh, a magnolia was. Okay. I'm still not totally sure I know what a magnolia is. <laughs> I honestly, I thought it was a flower. I thought it meant boobs. Oh, okay. 
So, which was reinforced by the fact that Dolly Parton's in that movie. <laughs> and the steel, huh? Yeah, I feel like I totally missed the point of that movie. We watched it. I'm like, wait a minute, why is this? People are crying and there's dead people. What's going on here? Uh, number 15 is a classic. Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. That's excellent. Uh, next one, we hit another Tom Hanks movie, Turner and Hooch. <laughs> which is a decent movie, too. I just rewatched that with my daughter. It's good. It's all right. I feel like it's the lesser of the dog movies that came out that year. What was uh, we're getting there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next one is Born on the Fourth of July. Ah, Tom that Cruise. Tom Cruise. I'm trying to be serious. Roll. Yeah. Finally, we're starting to hit some classics here. Uncle Buck. Nice. Unbelievably good movie. Yeah. Uncle Buck could have a minute podcast. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Christmas Vacation, which I I blew past a few ago. Uh, I think someone is doing that. Yeah, I think someone's doing all the vacation. Are they doing all the vacation movies? I don't know if they were just doing Christmas. It said a, a minute on vacation or something like that. Uh, next one is uh, a good movie to watch right after your father passes away, Field of Dreams. <laughs> it's, uh, what is it, one of the five or ten movies that men are allowed to cry at? <laughs> yeah, it's good if you had a nice a nice strained relationship with your parents. Go watch that one. Right. Number 20, we finally get down to one of the greatest movies ever made, Tango and Cash. <laughs> this was a good year for movies. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> I mean, even the movies that I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, they're good movies. They're just not, like, my cup of tea. Like, you're driving Miss Davies. Miss right. Daisy. They're a good movie. It's just not – you watch it once and you're done with it. You know what? The Burbs probably would have did a lot better if it wasn't all with that group of movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some heavy hitters in here. Yeah. Because, like, I'm now past 20 deep on the list, and we're still hitting pretty famous movies. I mean, we've only had, like, two, four, maybe, thumbs downs. Yeah, and, I mean, I'm trying to look at the ones that are up there – trying to look to see if there's any really forgettable movies. Like, I feel like Parenthood's a forgettable movie. Like, who starred in Parenthood? Was that? Uh, Steve Martin. Oh, was Steve Martin? Uh, I know Keanu Reeves was in it, too. Oh, wow. But there's there's really none up here where I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious? Look who's talking a little bit. Like, I understand why it was the hit it was, though. Like, it doesn't... Well, it had a bunch of stars in it. Yeah, but they weren't stars anymore. Yeah, they had... <laughs> like, when John Travolta was in, that, was in that, he was a star, obviously. He was still John Travolta, but... He's another one that hadn't made a good movie in five years. Right. All right. The next one down is uh, Harlem Nights. Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor. I like that movie. Oh, uh, here we go. Here's a sucky one. See a love. Hoo <laughs> <laughs> Then you got your Pet Cemetery. Good. One of the few movies that ever scared me in my life of all the yeah. uh, horror movies I watched. Yeah, Stephen King was good with that one. Yeah. You know what? All the stuff that was supposed to scare me didn't. The like the half dead guy that you saw, the pets coming back to life. None of that stuff scared me. I was scared of the chick's sister. The chick's sister? She had, I think she had spina bifida. Oh, you were scared of her? I was scared of the death of her. <laughs> Again, I saw this movie in the theater. I was 10. <laughs> you freaked out about the spina bifida girl. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, are you upset about the guy whose brain's hanging out? I'm like, no, I see that all the time. <laughs> um, here's a movie I think's overrated, The Abyss. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Yeah. And now uh, this one hurts. Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. <laughs> Listen, I love Star Trek. I've seen them all, but that is not a good one. Uh, oh, I just clicked on it by accident. Now it's playing. Yeah, now now it's on. <laughs> uh, next one down, Major League. That's a good one. Great movie. Next one, See No Evil, Hear No Evil. That's the uh, Gene Wilder, Richard Pryor. I liked all them Gene Wilder, Richard Pryor yeah, movies. They're all good. Uh, the next one down, Black Rain. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, underwhelming Michael Douglas drama. Okay. Yeah, the next one down is always it's uh, a Steven Spielberg stinker. Uh, the next one down is the Better Dog movie, Canine. 
don't think I've ever seen Canine. Listen, I realize that it has Jim Belushi in it and not Tom Hanks and it's sacrilege, but Canine's a better movie. Really? Uh, the next one down is Three Fugitives, which I had on VHS and saw like 50 times. I don't know that one either. It's got Nick Nolte and uh, Mark Short in it. No, I never saw that. Um, you know, 10-year-old me thought it was great. I don't remember much about it. Right, I don't know if you want to watch it now and say it's great, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, next one is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> well, that was good for its time. Yeah. Again, this is 32 down the list. Wow. Still hitting. Uh, next one is Karate Kid Part 3. Um, again, I love the Karate Kid. One of you know seminal movie growing up. Karate Kid Part 3 sucks. Except, hey, for the, would, except for the first five minutes. Well, I would watch every one of them, though. I'll tell you that. I mean, I would still watch all of them. Yeah. If that sucks, I mean, it's just like, of course I'd watch it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't suck like the new Karate Kid, which you couldn't pay me to watch. I watched that one. So, number 34, The Burbs. Wow. All right, I won't do all the rest because I you know, I think you'd kill me, but um, <laughs> I'll just hit some of the highlights down there. License to Kill, the Bond movie, was 36. Uh, Lean on Me was 37. Here's some movies we probably remember. Uh, Weekend at Bernie's, 39. Roadhouse at 40. Oh my God. Do the Right Thing at 43. What a year for movies. Glory at 45. Uh, the latest Nightmare on Elm Street was at 47, part 5. Um, Lock Up, uh, Stallone movie at 49. Um, say Anything at 52. Which everybody quotes that movie all the time. Yeah. Uh, the Fly Part 2. Jeff Goldblum. I like that yeah, movie. Casualties of War was at 58. I honestly thought that would be up higher. Oh, actually. Shocker. That's an underrated horror movie if you've ever seen it. I just said The Fly Part 2 with Jeff Goldblum. It wasn't, was it? it was no, it was somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, there's a Friday the 13th on there and some other stuff. <laughs> trying to see. There's a. Halloween. Oh, now you're getting down to the garbage. You got a Halloween Five on there. Police Academy Six. What was going on that year, though? There was a, a Halloween, a, a Nightmare on Elm Street, a Friday the Thirteenth. They all came out that year. Yeah. So we had Young Einstein at seventy-nine, and that's about it. Young Einstein. <laughs> I think we brought that up one time before. Born in the podcast. of Baron Munchausen was ninety-five. <laughs> all right. So. I don't think I think I have anything else, and I have my left my notes behind. Yeah, so <laughs> there's that. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else to talk about about the uh, the movie in general? No, I mean we covered this this minute only had 20 seconds worth of actual footage. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't much going on in this minute. No. Which is why we had to blow through the 1989 box office. Right. <laughs> which uh, Tom Hanks managed to get on there twice. So good work by him. And that was only twice that I noticed. I mean, it's possible he was in something else, too. Twice in a movie I thought he was in that he wasn't. Yeah, good work. <laughs> All right, so I don't know if there's anything else. Go over to our Twitter and Facebook and stop by and say hi at the Burbs Minute. Uh, tell us all the mistakes we made and how we could have done better. We'll do better <laughs> next time on the Burbs, too, I promise. Uh, go over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. Um, what else is there? Um... Didn't you want to <coughs> mention the new the new project coming up? Oh, yes, uh, because we can't get enough of doing movies by minutes, and uh, doing just one movie wasn't enough for us. We're going to do the Jay and Silent Bob movie minutes, which we will cover the Kevin Smith movies where Jay and Silent Bob appear. <laughs> so that's like two-thirds of them. Yeah, I can't wait. Starting with Clerks, it'll be September-ish 2017. We need a little downtime um, just so we can get to know the family again. Right. Unless we get like a thousand reviews on uh on iTunes, then maybe we'll come back. <laughs> <laughs>
and then we'll do it one week earlier. We'll do it in uh, the beginning of September. No, see, I'm not doing that. I saw that. I saw that blow up in one of the other shows' faces. I didn't hear about that blow up in somebody's face too. <laughs> yeah, was that? Was that the Back to the Future guys? Pretty sure it was Back to the Future guys. They're like, if we get 50 reviews, we'll come back, and they did. That's why I went so high. That's why I said a thousand. <laughs> yeah. We get 10 million reviews. I think that is it. Back for one more next week, maybe. Well, we're definitely doing one more next week. I just don't know what that show will look like. <laughs> <laughs> At least one more. Yeah, I guess we'll all find out. When it uh, when it airs, you'll find out what happened. <laughs> It'll either, at the very least, we will talk about the alternate ending. Yeah. That is for sure. We'll discuss the alternate ending. That's why we haven't been talking about it. I know <laughs> it kind of ran parallel with this week, but we didn't want to talk about it until next week. All right. So I think that's it for this week. We will catch you one more time. God, I love this street. And stay safe, neighbors. <laughs>